Welcome to the May episode. So this month we focused on the arts, dance, music, um, art, art. Yeah, lots of art. Um, we talked with the Florida Dance Theater, which is Polk County's only professional dance theater. Pretty good time over there. Thanks to Tiffany and Stefan for talking with us. And who else did we talk to? We talked to Jarrett Landon. Um, he is the founder of Dorothy Jean's Dream Initiative. It's an initiative that he started in honor of his mother and um, just trying to bring arts and cultural opportunities first to Fort Meade because that's mm-hmm. where he's from and then uh, later to the greater county. Mm-hmm. So we talked to him. We also talked with Tina Clark who runs Access Art Special Needs over at the Polk Museum of Art. Um, we also – this was Shannon's first article, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Remember Shannon from the April issue? Um, she is our new contributing writer, and she wrote about um, National Wetlands Month, mm-hmm. right? And so she wrote about the American wetlands, and it's pretty interesting. We also had some tasty food this month. We talked um, oh, yeah. to Lakeland Ice Cream Company, and we talked to Caligaro's, which is Everybody here, I'm just going to speak for everybody, it's our favorite pizza. It is the office's favorite pizza. Let's try to say that, office's favorite. It's pretty good. It's very good. Um, They're brand new in Lake Alfred. You know, Chris was the one who first brought it up. Chris was the first one to bring it to the office. He brought it randomly on like a Tuesday and oh yeah, he brought he bought like twenty of them. Twenty yeah, pizzas yeah, yeah, and oh. it was delicious and it changed my life and it's the best pizza in the world. And if you disagree, you're wrong. The best one is pepperoni with the ricotta on top. The added, special order added ricotta. Gotta ask yeah. for it. So yeah. ask for it. So great. You know, in your story, when I was reading it, one of the first lines is you claim this is the best pizza in Polk County, mm-hmm. and I thought, wow, that is a strong claim that she's making here. Mm-hmm. But I stand by it, man. I'm just going to go for it. She's writing it. She's saying it. What do you like about it? Well, the dough, it's like the crust itself, I think, makes it, first of all. But he just uses such simple ingredients and mm-hmm. he puts them together in such a way. And then it's a, it's made in a brick oven. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, he just puts a little bit of magic into it. Was it was good. Yeah. yeah. And we went to talk to him and he was... He was a little shy at first. Yeah. yeah I want to say that. He opened up. He even made his pizza. He did. He made us a pizza and he cut it and we all three stood there and ate it. It was very sweet. Yeah. Not the pizza. It was a sweet gesture. The pizza, pizza was a little sweet. It was the hot honey pizza. Good. Hot honey. Mm-hmm. Pizza was good. Ice pizza cream. was so good. Yeah. So I guess the big secret here. Amy? Yeah, we do have a big secret. A little over a year ago, after Austin's story, I guess it was in March of 22. After Austin Tharp, who was our secret poet for a year, after he came clean and announced to everybody and we wrote a story about him, somebody in our office actually pulled me aside, said, it scared me a little bit. They said, can I talk to you alone for a minute? I'm like, okay, that's bad. Something bad is going to be said in this room. So, I mean, I'm just assuming. So, it's like, okay. I go in there, and she, it's a woman, she appears a little bit nervous, like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say it. In her head, you could see she was like, just say it. Just do it. And she said, I am a poet, 
and I would love to be the next secret poet. And Wait, I was don't like, say who it is. Don't say. Who and it is. I was like, what? If you're listening to this right now, I want you to yell who in our office you think it is, wherever you're at. If you know of anybody in our office, what? Name some women in our um, office. Well, there's me, me. There's me. There's Tara. Mm-hmm. There's Jessica. Jessica. Lindsay. Ella. Nicole. And Chris Christine. Campbell. Yeah. yeah. There you have it. And the winner is sitting with us right now. And when she said this to me, I immediately was like, yes, let's do it. Yes, let's do it. And then we shook hands. <laughs> and high five. Uh, yep. And walked out and acted like nothing happened. And then throughout the year, people kept trying to guess it, especially you, Tara. Yeah. You had a lot of really good guesses at first. And I kept saying, if you get the right person, I'm going to tell you, yes, that's it. Yeah. And you had some really good ones. And actually, one of your guesses was Tina Clark, which is so weird that we wrote about her this month. Oh, yeah. Um, but she had started a little poetry thing. Mm-hmm on the side her own personal thing and you said it's tina because she -hmm. just started this poetry which was a great guess and i said no it's not and i thought she doesn't believe me she thinks i'm lying but it really wasn't i think then do you remember any of your guesses um i think that i had thought bill at one point yep who else did i think you thought it was carrie wilson oh yeah i thought about carrie because he he does write poetry but all great guesses. But um, little did everybody know in our office that she was right under our nose and just, it was... We should just keep talking like oh. the whole episode yeah, because she's dying over here. Like, say something. So tell me 10 more of the people you were thinking. Yeah. Let's talk about a couple other sidebars real quick. <laughs> Favorite pizza? No. Oh, yours. Um, so yeah. So I guess without further... A do or do whatever. Um. <laughs> our secret poet and our secret of the episode is. <laughs> Wait, let me take a moment to talk about my retirement plan. <laughs> Just kidding. It's you. Tell us who you are. It is, in fact, Nicole Nickdell. Yay! Applause, applause. Surprise. Fireworks. So I did end up guessing that it was you. Mm -hmm. And say your Instagram handle. It's at extroverted underscore introspection. Okay, that is what did it for me. Because you are probably the most extroverted person that I know. But I can definitely see how you can be kind of introspective and insightful. Well, thank you. So, how long ago did you figure it out? A couple of months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did anybody else get it right, Amy? Or no, guessed? nobody else guessed it. Which I'm surprised because there were a few times when it was getting down to deadline, and I was still waiting on a poem. So <laughs> I would just be like, I'm talking to myself, going, "Whoa, sure wish I'd get that last poem in," yeah. and I'd <laughs> give me a side eye, turn and around, and just... look like. And I thought for sure maybe Stephen yeah. or somebody saw it at some point, but oh, yeah. nobody did. Or I thought that you'd say something like that, and then 20 minutes later, the poem would magically arrive, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, put it in the magazine, and it'd be like, somebody noticed that I went out and took pictures of my you know, poem I think somewhere. that did happen one time, but it didn't. Didn't register? No. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's price. Here I am. So why, why, just why, what were you thinking at the time? And- I have no idea. <laughs> Looking back. No, I, uh, poetry has always been a very personal thing to me, but I've always yeah. really wanted to share it with others, but I get so anxious and so nervous because so much of my poetry is very emotional and personal to sure, me. Sure. Yeah. So when I saw like, you know, saw what you guys were doing with Austin mm-hmm. and saw that he could kind of keep it on the down low. Initially, when we had talked about it, you were like, you don't have to ever announce who mm-hmm. you are or you can tell immediately. I don't care. And I was like, okay, we just won't ever say a word. <laughs> and it felt kind of like an easy way to secretly put stuff out yeah. there. And so when you called me like a poet at the beginning, I was like, I'm not a poet. I just write poet. No, that's not what I do. Yeah. Uh, but it just gave me a chance to kind of get some of that out there in secret and feel better that know hopefully my poems were helping somebody but mm-hmm. they didn't have to know it was coming from me yeah it was, it was so very... how does it feel now that now that people will know are you going to continue writing them for That's the magazine goal. or because yeah. I have always written poetry since I was younger mm-hmm. since middle school and I really enjoy it do you think they'll change now that people know who it is no because so much of them are based on what's going on either in the world or in my life or current events. It just depends on what I'm feeling that I put out into the magazine. Mm-hmm. I write a lot of stuff for myself, but what I put out there, I kind of pick and choose. And so mm-hmm. no, I, as long as you'll have me, I'll keep doing it. And mm-hmm. I've just been like, I think I've said the word super stoked, like so many times this past week about just waiting for this to come out with so, so anxious. <laughs> so. You were anxious. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Whenever you have to write a story about somebody you work with, <laughs> oh my god I was like this could go so wrong yeah. we sit right next to each other if she hates this you're I have to quit my job oh yep, my god you're done because that's hard because next month it's all about me oh goodness yeah. good so luck with that she used to write 10 stories <laughs> good luck finding the good ones. <laughs> no I was floored by it and so I had tears in my eyes reading it the first time I was so anxious and it was just a lot of fun to even do the interview and, and have this I'm so proud of what we do here collectively at Haven and then to feel like I have a little piece in it is just so amazing. So did you tell anybody? Mm-mm, not a soul. Not, not even not your mom? No, not even her parents. Nobody. Not a single person except for you knew that I was doing this. Even when I was at my parents' house last weekend for my birthday, I was sitting there going, oh yeah, well I have this photo shoot coming up at the office. I'm debating on what to wear and mm-hmm. do my hair. And my mom's like, oh yeah, this, this, and this. And I wanted so bad to say something. And they, I still, even as of this recording, haven't, well, at the time of recording, haven't mm-hmm. even told them yet. Hmm. So it is a total shock to anybody and everybody. Well, hopefully it's a good one, but. Well, people did notice that you came in with, with your hair. Yes, you, like they, they did. Which I don't know what that says about me on a daily basis. At least you said like, I looked good that day. Nicole came in really yeah. dressed up with makeup, makeup on and what? everything. No, but yeah, nobody, not a soul. You were the only person that mm-hmm. knew, which was fun. And it really wasn't hard until I knew this story was coming out. That's mm-hmm. when it became really tough. Because then I just wanted to like tell everybody and sound it yeah. out. And, guess what, guys? Guess what? I'm yeah. you know all this stuff. But up until then, mm-mm, it was for me and something that I hoped others got, but I didn't want my name behind it. Mm-hmm. So, Have you always written poetry? Yeah, since since middle school. That's when it really took over. So, so did you write about the same things in middle school? Um, no, but it wasn't surprisingly like boys this and, you know, typical middle school yeah. junk. It was actually a lot more darker uh, things that kind of brought me to it. Mm-hmm. But it was an English teacher that just, we had a, a long lesson on poetry and it just had me hooked when, yeah. and I love music. I've been a music nut my whole life, courtesy of, you know, 
my dad's has me on the 50s, 60s, all the old school stuff. My mm-hmm. mom, you know, is musically inclined. My sister plays piano. I play piano. And watching her connect like Simon and Garfunkel to poetry and mm-hmm. how it too was just so poetic and lyrical, just really, because I love music, but I can't write music worth a damn. Mm-hmm. I don't have an ear for it. Like I can memorize it in a heartbeat, but I can't write any of that stuff. And so this was like a way for me to kind of get out some of that musicality, but in, you know, written form. Have you always written? Have you consistently written since middle school or did you take some breaks? Breaks. Yeah. I find that when I'm in a happier mood, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't write as frequently. So it's an easy way for me to kind of get my thoughts out on paper. And I Mm -hmm. feel like as an extrovert, uh, because those of you that know me know that that is me to my core. Yeah. uh, There also comes a little bit of like onus on that, that everyone knows you're the happy-go-lucky one. And Mm -hmm. therefore that's how you always are. So when you're down, it's a little bit hard to express that. So I think the poetry was a fun and not fun per se, but an easy way for me to kind of get some of those feelings out that I didn't want to burden others with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's definitely periods where I stopped writing, but, mm-hmm. um, but once I start, I'll continue for a while. It can be happy, sad, whatever. But I find that it's kind of in those lulls that I'll find myself going towards poetry to kind of get myself out of something. Mm-hmm. And there's a visual aspect to your poetry too. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, that's actually been, I love writing poetry, but the, the photos have been probably my the, the most fun part of it, oddly, mm-hmm. because I've never had to photograph my poetry before. It's just been in a book for me to enjoy or type it up. So I've tried, knowing that I was secret, to find pieces and places that fit with the poem, but also may or may not give little hints to who I was. And of course, they were so subtle, no one's going to notice them. But to me, it was like, oh, oh, I put that out there. Someone's going to figure it out as me. Mm-hmm. Uh and so it was quite fun to use, you know, clocks in my wall, go to the playground that Tucker plays on, um, the map, uh, on the one that I wrote about the best small city, I put on a map right between Orlando at the top where I'm from and Winter Haven at the bottom where I live now for the last 11 years. So there's a show coming up at Artifact called Fine Lines. Yep. And we're, a well, few people from yeah, the office. actually that I know of four people from the office are yeah. going to be submitting things to it. Yep. Oh. And it's going to be in, when is it coming out? When's the goal? It's in June. June. Yeah. But yeah, basically it's it's called Fine Lines. So a little bit more of it's going to be on the scandalous, yeah, uh, erotic, if you will, I guess, to some yeah. extent. There's like body positivity and eroticism yeah. and just more scandalous things, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually, poetry for me like one thing that Terry, you asked me was like, what do you hope people get at it? And I hope that people realize they're not alone. And just in talking about this and this upcoming art show, I've connected so much more to Tara because Tara's submitting a poem, which is phenomenal and amazing in every way. And so we've had a chance to talk a little bit more about poetry in general and how I, you know, came to write or do I follow certain aspects of writing? And it's been fun to read hers. And then I've been planning to submit something either on a poetry end or craft wise to it. And then the other people in our office, it's fun to hear what they're submitting because, Mm -hmm. you know, when you hear something like this, I know we're a creative office, but then having like four of us out of 10 be like, Ooh, I want to submit something to the Mm -hmm. scantle, you know, scantily little, art show or this. And it just, I think kind of pings to a lot of us and our, you know, just Mm -hmm. open nature here and our level of creative. Yes. Yes. I think everybody here with ourselves and who we are and, 
it's been fun. So And the different creative ventures that we all kind of take. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we've got Lindsay who does pen and needle. And mm-hmm. so she did a cross stitch thing. Mm-hmm. And then Ella does mm-hmm. miniature, miniatures. Is there another name for that? Or it's just miniatures? It's just miniatures. Yeah, miniatures. She, yeah, she builds she them. Yeah. builds little miniatures that are so good and so detailed and like cool and funny. Yeah. And it's almost like a little diorama, like a little yeah. miniature yes. diorama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but highly detailed and she's so good at it. Like it's, mm. her stuff is incredible. Yeah. She just did one that I thought was really cool. The dump. She did a, trash, oh, yeah. she did a trash dump using real trash yes. and it looks like a landfill. Yep. Just, just miniature. It's <laughs> so cool. So I don't know what inspired her. I know. I did really want to take like a miniature toilet and just stick it right in the middle of it. Oh but, yeah. You know. That would have been good. That would have been good. So yeah. Lots of creativity in the office and yeah, everybody does something. We love to see yeah. it. Yeah. Are you submitting something, Amy? You know, I thought about it, but I would, I, um, don't know what I would. I was going to say, what do you think? What kind of medium do you think you'd use? Photography. Photography. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I would do somebody's backside there, mm-hmm. but I don't have a model for that. You didn't ask. I was going to say, you haven't asked. I think... Um, asked? <laughs> Can I ask you to take a picture? Because these two just raised their hands. Ask the so. nine of you to assume nobody would do I it. I would. Can I take a picture of your backsides? Yeah. It would be bare. Hell yeah. Bare backsides. Well, both I mean, of you guys have been semi-nude for the magazine already. Absolutely. And I'm not like a nudist that goes out and do this, but I also am trying to, you know, feel better body positivity and get out there and yeah. Hell yeah. I don't care. Well, what an interesting turn of events this has been. It's also early in summer, so my ass might be a little, a little pale. So that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you had like a like a Hank Hill tan, <laughs> <laughs> I needed my face less red in the magazine and make my ass more tan in the art show. Is the poem that you're submitting for this going to be um, erotic, or is it going to be scandalous in some other way? I don't know. I don't think it's going to be as forward as yours, per Mm -hmm. se, in terms of meaning uh, (laughs) and obvious. But I like, I I tend to use a little bit of analogies when I do my stuff, or that's kind of where I start Mm -hmm. with things. So it could be something, but I haven't quite figured it out. That's why I don't have anything, like, concrete yet. I'm just writing down, like, goofy little blips or lines or saying. That's how most of my poems start. So I'm just kind of playing with it. But and it might not even be a poem because I started doing the macrame stuff. So I talked about doing a cool like body line macrame mm-hmm. that's, you know, kind of a just a line drawing, if you will, but a macrame. So Do you write other things besides poetry? No. Yeah. My mom has said write a book my entire life. Yeah. But I have never done it. I do have a desire to write a children's book and I told my best friend yeah. we're gonna write one together. But that was like a year ago and we haven't done anything with it. I've tried and I've been like Having Tucker, who's seven, I've been reading, you know, lots of little kids' books. Um, but no, I've just been thinking about all the variety of crazy stories. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to try something like this. Yeah, you know, when you have kids and you're reading those books to them, you, I, I know I would always think, like, I could, they yeah. are, like, most of them are terrible. No. And then I think I would, if I was going to write a kid's book, it mm-hmm. would be about this. I told you guys that book about Frederick, where the moral of the story was complete and utter shit. Like, Frederick did nothing. Yeah. He didn't save anything for winter. And while all the other mice were dying, they were like, his light shines, just saves us all. And I was like, kid, no, you got to work hard. This is not what yeah. mommy wants you to learn in life. Right. But it's a children's book being sold with a matching stuffed animal. And I'm mm. like, really? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm like, I feel like there's got to be some lesson, whether it's hilarious or heartfelt that I can come up with. Like, mm. maybe. But mm. then I don't know if I would just try too hard on the funny piece because and then just fail miserably and it would go nowhere. Yeah. Mm. But we'll see. 
this month we also have um, somebody in our office is turning a big birthday. Ah, true. We should probably give a little shout out to Stephen, who's turning oh, forty at the end birthday, of the month. Stephen. Happy birthday, Stephen! If you know Stephen. Tell him happy birthday sometime over the month. Steven's going hiking. Which we have made sure that there are ways to find him if he gets lost in the woods. Because we're all very concerned that even though he is seasoned at hiking and traveling and camping, that you never he's know. get lost because you just don't know. Could be quicksand. It could be a could feral. Be, could be bears. Yeah, bears. Feral park person. I mean, mm-hmm. Could be Corey who's going with him. Mm-hmm. This could be a they master plan. Each, exactly. What if they turned on each other? She's been planning this all along. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me. So we'll see you next month if he comes back for the next podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that we have. And it's about that time, guys. Oh, big sigh and a stretch. I say, oh, I got to get back to the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get a kick under the table or like a, that. So I feel like today was relatively positive. Yeah, <laughs> no, you did great. I feel like you're probably more of a podcaster than we are at this point. <laughs> I feel very dry. So no. <laughs> dry. <laughs> but you know what? I kept on trucking. I kept on trucking. You did That's- truck. That was my thing, was I kept on trucking. You did truck. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you for not including that in the article. That's okay. Yeah, I wasn't planning on it. And I loved that you were like, you said, I kept on trucking. And then you were like, oh my God, I don't say trucking. Well, that's so, was that the first time you'd ever been interviewed for anything? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, completely new. a lot of people don't understand that when Tara is sitting there and she has the little recorder, she's mm-hmm. recording you, your quotes will be verbatim yeah. with little ums or, mm-hmm. mm, or whatever. So well, I don't include ums, but yeah, no. I said, and a lot. I got that from the article, <laughs> but yeah, at one point, I don't remember what I was talking about, but I just said, you keep on trucking. And I stopped dead in my tracks and just looked at her and went, D- no, I don't know where that came from. Like in horror going, who sa- well, I don't say that. You cannot put that in there. Like put something else in, please. I don't keep on trucking. Like, uh-uh. That's nope. funny. No. Nope. And then when you told me you were going to put the name of my article as something about me trucking, I didn't even, it didn't even register with mm-hmm. me. I think I just like shied that out of my brain and was like nope it's gone yeah you said we're gonna call it something about trucking and i was like okay cool you're writing an article about me like just dumb idiot over here nope. yeah so no no trucking yeah well thanks for listening to the may episode <laughs> thanks nicole for dropping by Thank you for and for me. writing poetry for us and for the whole community at all you ah, yes we it. love your poetry that Thank was you. beautiful Keep doing it. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, keep, keep on, on trucking. Um, you can find her poetry every month in Haven Magazine in a different spot. I can't tell you where it's at. It's always going to be in a different spot. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening to Haven for Your Ears. This is Tara Crutchfield and Amy Sexton. And Nate, the producer, <laughs> signing off. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the whole complete podcast. We appreciate it. When you see us out, let us know you did. If you're looking for a Haven Magazine, I'll tell you where to find them. Go to havenmagazines.com, go to the About Us section in the top left corner, scroll down, and you'll see a link to a Google map. Click on that, and then zoom in to wherever you live, either Lakeland or Haven, wherever, or Winter Haven, or, you know, Auburndale, Davenport, wherever. Zoom in, and it will show you all of the drop-off locations for our physical magazine. And then, you can either walk there or get in your car, and go get one, or find us online.
at havenmagazines.com. Thank you for listening and subscribe to Haven for Your Ears anywhere that you get your podcasts. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next month.